0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, the next assistant coach for BYU basketball is already in the building. Lee Kamard on his new expanded role and office and a new era of tougher scheduling.
1: Where do NFL draft picks rank in your BYU football priority list? And which graduating athlete will you miss the most next season? Plus, in the spirit of Studio B's
0: Infinity War, who are your all-time BYU sports avengers? Let's go!
1: This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by... The BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan.
0: We are live, BYU Sports Nation, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Thursday, April 26th, wherever and however you're connected, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with Jerem Jordan, or should I refer to you by your Avenger name, Moon Knight? Moon Knight, the Avengers version of Batman.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really landed. That one trilogy no, they did is was real. awesome.
0: This is real. Moon Knight is Marvel's Batman, a highly trained mercenary. Mark Spector died and was resurrected by an ancient Egyptian god. He also has multiple personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> moon knight has a little airplane shaped like a moon and throws moonarangs yep sometimes he pretends to be a cab driver
1: i'm not sure why this one didn't land <laughs> said no one i think i'd be more excited about infinity war tonight i don't have tickets i'm not going tonight
0: why are you not going tonight who are you what have you done with jerem
1: i have family in town from north carolina they want to hang take
0: out. your family to the movie
1: no, we're too poor. Too many kids. Too many kids. Yeah. You, I'm
0: talking there's about five, just you and your little family.
1: I'm not taking my daughter to Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> which is four.
0: Oh, this doesn't make any sense. At all.
1: <laughs> I gotta go. Like I gotta go with Jason Shepherd or something at eleven. He's going. Yeah. So you still can go. No, I can go. You it's have just time. whether I figure out the logistics. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't want to. I'm old, man. I get tired. I want to go to bed at two a.m. You don't have to wake up early tomorrow. It's true.
0: It's true. So just figure it out. Day channel your off. channel your inner oh. moon night, oh, my I friend. Forgot
1: I took the day off just to watch the movie. Mm, maybe I better go. There you go. Just kidding. There you go.
0: All rise and shout. It's time for what's trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Basketball hires their new assistant coach. He's already in the building, just moving offices. Lee Kamard going from graduate assistant to a bona fide assistant spot. One of the all-time BYU basketball greats, hoping now to coach a handful of future all-time greats. Jerem, what is your reaction to BYU Basketball hiring Lee Kamard as its next
1: assistant? I'm somewhat surprised. I, I thought Lee Kamard would be an assistant coach at BYU at some point in the future. I just didn't think it would be this quick. So that's quite the ascension uh, from D Salty. I knew he'd be a strong candidate. I, I was just intrigued as to whether they might be a third-party candidate that would win it. So I was wondering about a return from possibly Dave Rice. Maybe Mark Madsen from the Lakers. I don't know. Is he like a coach in waiting down the line whenever Dave's done? Who knows? Portland State head coach Barrett Peary. Why would he leave his head coaching spot? Who? Barrett Peary. Because he's at Portland State? Still, he's a head coach. Well, why did Heath Troyer leave a head coaching spot three he, times? He like,
0: didn't. He left as an assistant
1: yeah. from NC State. No, no, to come no. as he an left assistant. a head coaching spot three times. He got he's fired, didn't
0: he? He got fired and then became an assistant.
1: He's he left Wyoming. Yeah. He but he, yeah, he left. Lee Lee here. Okay. The players like Lee a lot. That's a positive, okay? Yes. He is a young assistant coach. Okay? Real young. So you, you have a group here with Lee Kamard and Tim Lacombe,
0: Quincy Lewis, and, Quincy
1: Lewis and Dave Rose. Okay? My question with this group is who's the bad cop? Who's the accountability guy? Do you have to have that? I feel like you kind of do. I'll ask Lee coming in, like, who's the bad cop in this group? Because okay? Lee is a player's coach. Like, They love him. He looks like he could still play. Like, He looks the same as when he played, which is incredible.
0: Dave Rose can be the bad cop if he needs to be. I don't know that he wants to be, but I think he could be that guy. Why not?
1: Why not? I would, yeah, I would think the head coach is the bad cop. Sure. Yeah. Heath was that guy last year. In regard
0: to Lee, first and foremost, like you said, he's respected by the players. They know that dude can ball and did ball. But That he, matters. But
1: he's got a coach. It's not playing anymore.
0: He's a guy that is passionate and ultra-competitive. This opens him up to really go next level, and really he becomes now a full-time recruiter, right? That's part of the expanded role. How does that change for Lee as a recruiter? He's an asset. He's experienced conference championships, and just maybe, just maybe, this is what I hope for. He sparks some of that youthful energy through the rest of the staff that has been in place for a while. Can he be the spark guy? to get the rest of the staff to kind of re-engage in that youthful way, become more animated, become more vocal.
1: Yeah, can he provide something Heath did not? Is the question, like, what skills does he have that Heath Troy did not? Not all the players enjoyed the offense that BYU was running and how accountable they had to be, right? Like, it, I, but I think that's the whip that needed to be cracked for last year's squad. I think they made more out of that group than they would have. I, I That's coaching, right? There's a happy okay. medium
0: somewhere between yes. what BYU was doing and what Heath Schroyer was trying to do with BYU.
1: Yes. The best thing is to have good players and good coaching. If you have decent players and great coaching, you can kind of offset that, right? So hopefully BYU's got good enough players to make it happen. And, boy, are they scheduling up mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> at this point to make try and make it happen because John Rothstein of CBS Sports, who apparently is the source for BYU basketball non-conference news – tweeted yesterday the Cougars will play at Mississippi State on December 29th. This adds to the list of seven games that have been reported or announced for the upcoming basketball season. So, Spencer, what do you think of the direction of next year's non-conference hoop schedule?
0: This is exactly what I said it would be and what I thought it would be from the moment that Dave Rose came in after the West Coast Conference tournament to Studio B and said okay, we didn't make the tournament, it's clear what the NCAA Selection Committee values. Zero surprise, because BYU now knows what they need to do in terms of scheduling to resonate with the committee, and that is schedule up. And now with the West Coast Conference dropping two games from an 18- to a 16-game schedule, Mississippi State, on December 29th, takes the place of one of those West Coast Conference games. BYU has a solid non-conference schedule already in place for the 2018-19 campaign. It includes, of course, Mississippi State, a home game with Houston, neutral with Utah, and a road game at Illinois State. It's already good. It's already better than what they had last year.
1: Yeah, last year wasn't that good. There was one non-conference quad one game, and there were two... Quad two non-conference games. They need to be way more. Throw in two
0: games, maybe three, against Gonzaga and West Coast Conference play with the likes of Mississippi State, Houston, Utah, and Illinois State. Now we're talking. Now we're
1: talking. And we'll see who ends up doing what, right? Uh, Mississippi State is anticipated to be a good team. They were an NIT semifinal team that returns all of its players in theory. They had no seniors. Um, Houston was 18 in the RPI on Selection Sunday. We'll see if they can remain uh, solid Utah's a neutral game. I still think you need like two or three quality non-conference games in there as well. The easiest way is to go play a top 75 RPI road game. Like that's a quad one game. If you only played one of one quad one non-con game last year, it was which, Alabama.
0: Which tournament will BYU
1: play in? And hopefully that yields two good games.
0: Add that to what we just listed out. I'm telling you the schedule is pretty good right now, as it stands. From yeah. what we
1: know, it's pretty good. I still want more because you have, based on RPI from last year, and obviously it's going to change. You have two quad ones, two quad twos, okay, in non-conference. Okay, and you so figure that the tournament, because the that's only give one you a quad more, one and a quad two. That's probably. only one more quad two, one and two than last year at this point. So hopefully that tournament gives you two more, and then then the job is you got to win at least a third of those, at least a third of those. So if you play you know, five quad one games. It's like non-con or f- four or whatever. You got to win one or two, okay? You can't just play. You got to win some.
0: Jerem, tonight the NFL draft begins. Round one in prime time. Rounds two and three happen on Friday and rounds four through seven on Saturday morning through the afternoon. BYU's Fred Warner is projected to go somewhere between late second round and early fourth round. After that, who knows for the rest of the BYU hopefuls? Where does getting players drafted in the NFL draft rank in your BYU football priority list?
1: It's in there, but it's it's not crazy high. Like winning is the number one thing. Okay. Uh, win 10 games, get ranked, be Utah, win a bowl game. Those, those all matter. Play. So that's number one.
0: Those are immediate to the program right
1: now. Yeah. yeah. Play a fun brand of football. That matters. Okay? Star power. Star power is my third one. Have some All-Americans. Have somebody that wins an award at some point, right? It's been since 01. Um, And then in there is NFL draft picks. I think it matters more than you think. Like, it's not the number one thing, obviously, but it's not fifth. In fact, football is not fifth. Football is number one. uh, Bronco. I'm going to write a book. It's called Football's First Bronco. NFL draft picks matter. The more you have, I think the more likely you are to be successful. Obviously, they're outliers. You can be UConn. You can have two picks in the first two rounds and just stink. And that happened a few years ago. But guess what? Those guys rep BYU at the next level. Like, look at this list we have. Dennis Pitta and Ziggy Ansang, Kyle Vannoy, Bronson Jamal Williams. Pitta's not in the league now, but those guys represent the university at the next level. If you don't produce pros, you're not that good of a program.
0: I don't know how much I value, like, you have to be a draft pick as much as I value making a fifty three man roster. Because sure. Taysom Hill was not drafted. And he became to a degree a known commodity for the New Orleans Saints and a little bit. He's kind of
1: a weird one the though, nation. because he's the quarterback playing special. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, but like he, did Michael he was Davis undrafted. make a splash no. But it's good that he's in the league. Like, Daniel Sorensen is a he's guy a starter that is a awesome. starter for
0: the Kansas City Chiefs. Awesome. Like, just make a roster. I feel like that's the then biggest have an deal. Impact.
1: That's the next step.
0: So I would rank that just if you can make a team in the NFL, that is one spot above NFL draft picks. Because there's no guarantee if you go late round that you would even make
1: the team. Right. Half the league's undrafted, by the way, which is an incredible number. Half the league? And that's overlooked a lot by people. Yeah. Like, the next step for BYU football is to get some draft picks. Because you increase the likelihood of making the team. If
0: you have a lot of draft picks, that means you typically have a good program.
1: Yes. You can't have no draft picks and be a respected, quality program, generally speaking. Like, what's the program nationally that you're like, they never have anyone drafted, but they're good. No, no, no. If they're really good, they're going to be drafted.
0: BYU uh, went 9-4 and, and had five NFL guys on that team. Not a Polonis coincidence. Itake's
1: first year. Not a coincidence. And and then and then you go 4-9, and nine, and you're hoping that you have Warner, and then you have three or four others as well. And how many that of those guys
0: nice. will make a roster, or even a practice squad for that matter?
1: The hope is a plethora. Yeah, yeah. And I know what it means. Today is commencement, a.k.a. day one of graduation for those lucky BYU athletic students who have completed their degrees and will walk today. By the way, you can watch commencement on BYU TV at 6 Eastern. Yes, play the music, Spencer. Which graduating athletic student will you miss the most next season?
0: Hard to answer with just one, because I there know. are a handful of really meaningful and talented. Who are the one hundred that you'll miss, I'm going to give you one man and one woman. Okay,
1: Adam and Eve
0: from BYU football. Fred Warner. Aw. I know. I feel so sad and nostalgic <laughs> right now.
1: I like the music. Fred. Certainly. Aids that process.
0: Clearly for his football prowess, but I like who he is as an individual and how he conducts himself and how he represents BYU. He is exactly what I am hoping for a BYU athlete to do at the professional level. Like, he, he's a good dude through and through. Oh, and the music's getting better. On the women's side, Cassie Broadhead-DeVajere. devajere do I need to be at
1: commencement to do that for her today?
0: Jeff Judkins is an emotional guy. I think Ugh. there are a few extra tears when he discusses what Cassie Devajere has meant to be basketball. year. going to make tears come out of my face. Seriously. West Coast Conference Player of the Year as a junior. She battled, got a tooth knocked out, was bruised several times, and came back to hit several big shots. And now, as
1: Brian Logan would say, she's going to graduate. Congratulations. So those are my two. What about you? I have too many to list, but I'm going to list some. Elijah Bryant, Brendan Sander, Fred Warner, T. John Caroma, Jonah Trineman, Johnny Linham, Leo Durkin, <laughs> Price Jarman, Cassie <laughs> Devash Brendan Anderson. So many, so many. And they make our job fun. I don't think I've ever heard this part of the song. Because normally I'm like, I'm out earlier. So this is fun. It's like John Philip Sousa version right now. Key change, throwing a few more instruments. They just keep cranking it up. Add the winds. Add the brass. French horn, cymbal, timpani. Keeps going. Oh, now we're fading it out. They're like, you go through that list, and we're done. Every
0: year this happens where I'm like, wow, there are a lot of talented student athletes at BYU.
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) The turnover is crazy. How will we recover? Yet more and more good recruiting and good athletes keep showing up at BYU. We're spoiled. And they're graduating. BYU fans. Supporters, yeah.
1: like it's, we're spoiled. You know what we're not gonna mention today? The seniors that aren't graduating. <laughs> like on fall camp, every year I wanna be like, who's out of shape? Because everyone, <laughs> everything's great. Blah, blah. Today would be like, oh, this one senior's not walking yet. Oh, this is awkward. To graduate in eight semesters if you don't have a red shirt is incredible. Fred Warner did it in seven, by the way. He graduated, like, he finished in December. It's part of why Are I'm Are you going- serious? Be, it took me nine semesters. He's granted I took my time and I had that one. well. Semester, semester. he's, he's well rounded. He's I would say he is a student athlete. One hundred percent athletic students is how I want to phrase it. But yeah, at BYU, they're student athletes.
0: Once again, BYU commencement today, live on BYU TV at six Eastern, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland of the Quorum of the Twelve of oh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints is the speaker.
1: He's bringing the fire, he always does.
0: Can't watch it live. Set your DVR. Our question of the day: What are
1: you watching, honey? BYU commencement. Awesome. Why? Because Elder, Elder Holland, Holland is speaking. Speak, that's why. Totally
0: understand. That's why. Our question of the day: Who are your all-time BYU sports avengers? Is it Moon Knight, Jerem Jordan?
1: <laughs> the other day, Whitney's like. Talking to me about Avengers, I was like, Whitney, I don't know the comics. Like, I think you think I know the comics. I don't know the comics. I just like the movies. There are 84. She's like, I know, I just want to talk it out.
0: There are 84 Avengers, apparently. 84? Well, there's going I can be, name,
1: like, 15. There's going to be 67 in uh, the movie tonight, apparently. Wow. 67 different characters or something.
0: First response in to our question of the day from at Nickley51 on Twitter. Max Hall, Captain, BYU... Captain B.Y.U. rather. Like Captain America. Taysom Hill is Thor, Jamal Williams Black Panther, Wakanda. Jimmer is Hawkeye, Forever. sharpshooter, Mo Longy yeah. is the Hulk, Kalani Satake is Nick Fury. With the
1: eye patch and everything.
0: Elijah Bryant is Rocket Raccoon. and Tanner Mangum is Star-Lord. <laughs> Elijah Bryant's rocket.
1: Hey, I'm gonna need that guy's arm. <laughs> We've also got uh, a BYU Sports Avengers trailer that's coming up later, and more of your, que- your more of your responses for question of the day. Reply
0: on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook hashtag
1: BYUSN. I can't wait for this coming up. The BYU Sports Nation Avengers trailer and some of our picks.
0: Okay. Plus, the newest assistant coach on the BYU basketball staff Lee Kamard, D Salty, D Leezy,
1: Spider Man. Leezy's lawn care.
0: In Studio B, this is BYU Sports Nation.
1: Got some seed money for that now, you know. BYU Sports Nation is presented by The BYU Store, the official outfitter
0: of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Tonight, baseball plays San Diego, 8 Eastern on BYU TV. The Cougars have lost three in a row trying to snap that streak, and this is big for conference play as the Cougars try and creep into the top four of the West Coast Conference standings. It's tonight, 8 Eastern at Miller Park.
0: To do that, BYU likely needs to win 16 conference games in baseball. They have seven, 12 remaining. Do the math, Jerem. 9 of 12.
1: 24.
0: Maybe required. 8 of 12 gets him in. Who knows? BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation rolling on social media. Follow us at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Hashtag BYUSN when you would like to converse with us specifically about our question of the day. Who are your all-time BYU Sports Avengers? From at Laser Sheep on the Twitter machine. Well, Taysom Hill is a lot like Captain America, so we've we've heard Taysom. You can go, you can
1: go Captain America or Thor there. or yeah, Captain yeah, America. Yeah, Jimmer Fredette
0: is Spider Man. Okay, and I feel like I li- Ziggy Ansah, like
1: kind of unassuming, right? could
0: be the Hulk. Brian sure. Logan rounds off my list as Ant Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like that one a lot.
0: More on the way <laughs> from our Avengers topic with our BYU Sports Avengers trailer. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, hashtag byusn. We love all of your responses. Uh, I think a candidate for Spider Man is a guy that was referred to as Spider Man by at least uh, one broadcaster when he played at BYU basketball. That is the new assistant coach for the Cougars, Lee Kamard, in Studio B.
2: Lee, Lee, welcome back, man! Congratulations
0: Congratulations, on uh, the appointment to assistant coach.
2: Nobody's happier to see you two this morning than I am.
0: <laughs> what was your initial reaction to the news when you found out that the job was
2: yours? I mean, thrilled, right? So the, the process is long, and uh, I was on edge. Like you know. I, I was on edge, you know, for the last three weeks. But uh, when when Coach, you know, called me in and and I he basically put it out there, I was I was thrilled. You know, it didn't matter what came with it. I was ready to be it. Are you graduating right now, or do you still have some more grads? I have two classes to finish in okay. spring, and then I'll be done. Gotcha. So, yeah.
1: so if you didn't get this job, potentially you may have needed to move on somewhere else. Potentially. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, what? When when he offers you the job, what's like the first? <laughs> are, were you surprised? Were you like relieved? What's like the feeling?
2: Uh, immediately relieved, and then totally excited and happy for this opportunity, and just. I coach is somebody I hold in such high regard, you know, as far as what he's helped me become in my life, and to have him give me another opportunity, I, I was I was really grateful.
0: Was there any negotiating hesitation? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll
2: like, have on, to let think, me think about, about it. On it. <laughs> <laughs> there 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 wasn't. No, there wasn't. <laughs> it, it was ready. I was ready. Let's yeah. go.
1: You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Dave said he thought you'd be a rock star in the in the industry. That was a sure. quote I think during the season. Did you think it happened this fast getting an assistant
2: coach job here at BYU? You know, my intention coming back was I want to be an assistant coach by the time I'm done with my grad program. I I didn't know if it would be here at BYU. Check. Yeah, yeah. I'm mean, you know, I set that as a goal and and so I I'm a big believer in goals and and uh so when it happened, like I said, I was thrilled, but that was kind of my intention of coming back being a GA, not necessarily at BYU. Thrilled that it's at BYU. And I get to be around the guys, you know. Um, So, but 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 yes, that was the intention.
0: Your suit game is already on point. (laughs) No change there. You looked
2: like an assistant,
0: exactly. But now that you have the official title, how does your role change going from graduate assistant, where you were still heavily involved, to now a bona fide assistant coach?
2: Yeah, I think that one of the main things that's going to change uh as as far as just the relationships it has to be different from GA to assistant coach right as a GA you can you know be all buddy buddy and, and best friends and i'm still going to be buds with those guys like i love these guys and i like spending time with them but now you know i'm going to have to jump in them a little bit you know when we get on the practice court and and, and they they be able to trust me uh, more than just as a friend, but as a coach. Are you okay being bad cop, if you will? <laughs> I think I have a little bit of it in me. And uh, and I think that goes back to the trust and the respect that I have with these guys and they have for me.
1: I was going to ask that same question because not all staffs maybe have to have one, but there needs to be a certain amount of accountability. <laughs> so I was looking at this staff and I was like, well, Heath was – Kind of the accountability guy it felt like from last year, so kind of who takes on that role. But it's not always one for one, right? Like, you're not replacing Heath, but perhaps some of those attributes need to be
2: gobbled up by the group or something. I I would think the group would swallow Heath's bad cop attribute that he had. (laughs) Heath was phenomenal at being able to be in a guy day in, day out, but also put his arm around him after practice, you know, and just talk through things. So I, I don't think I have the same Intensity, or I have the same intensity. I just don't know if I have it all the time like Heath does. He's pent up, and that's just who he is. Um, I do have it in me, and the guys will see some of that from me. Um, but I think as a group, we'll kind of share that load.
1: Give us an idea of what that's like when it, what it actually looks like too. So you're in practice, and something's happening that you don't like. <laughs> so how does that manifest itself? But then how do you guys react after practice? Because it's not like there's one guy and he's just always yelling. At people, it's a like a, a it's more of a, a loving experience over time, right? Like you yeah. guys are
2: a group together. I, I mean, first thing with Heath, there was always a guy yelling and, and getting in guys. Um, <laughs> but but I think it's gradual, right? Where you can kind of have a side conversation while practice is going, where you're not interrupting and 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 distracting from the practice. And then as it continues to happen, something that you see that you don't like, then it gradually amps up a little bit, right?
0: I don't feel like this is new to you because I saw some of this from you as a player, as a leader on the court. So I I guess it it shouldn't be that surprising that you you can step into this role and do it again, right?
2: I I hope to. I mean, I feel that as a teammate, you know, you got to always hold your teammates accountable. And for us to be as good as we, we can be, accountability has to be at the forefront of what we do.
1: What do you feel like you do well already? Because there's always conversations around coaches like, oh, he's a great X's and O's of guys. He's a great <laughs> film guy. He's a great recruiter. But what do you feel you do well right now?
2: I feel like my relationship with the players is my best attribute right now. I hope to improve in a lot of different uh, areas as far as being a coach. But my, my day in, day out relationship with these guys and being able to connect to them and help them connect to the staff is, is one of the things I, I feel like I, I, I bring to the table right now.
1: When I was a student in high school and even middle school, I remember thinking, if I was ever a teacher, I would not do this. Yeah. So now that you're an
2: assistant coach, what's the thing you're like, you know what, I really don't want to do this or I really want to do this? Well, it's a hard thing. It's something I've thought a lot about because you see coaches in the college game that have longevity, and it seems like they're kind of a dictator, uh, kind of angry, always-in guys. And, and you know, truth should be told that's the Coach Rose I played for, right? He was intense. And I really appreciate that from him you know at the end of the day, and you think back to some of the high school teachers you had, the guys that held you most accountable that 's who you appreciate the most so I think that 's one thing doing it maybe more in a positive way um, uh, for our guys but but accountability and just that respect and trust I think is important
0: It was you know kind of cool for us in our position to sit back and look at the support that you got on social media <laughs> from former players and teammates and current players. What has been uh, the most surprising, I don't know, phone call or message that you have received (laughs) since you've been named the assistant coach?
2: Well, I've gotten a lot of congratulatory texts and calls, and it's been great. The amount of support has been kind of surprising to me. Um, The most unique... My my accountant reached out to me, you know, and said, "Hey, congrats!" Well, uh, my but... Sunday school teacher from the ward reached out and said, "Congrats!" I, I don't know.
1: Your account's excited for obvious yeah.
2: reasons, too, right? <laughs> exactly. He knows I'm going to continue to be around and use he him. I I mean, literally, as I was walking in here, Danny called me and, and congratulated Danny me. Ainge. Yeah, right. so that was pretty cool, you know. Yeah. As what a guy, did he, what did he I respect. He say to you? He just said, you know, I'm happy for you. It's, it's good to have a younger guy on staff and bring some energy and, and vigor into the, the staff. But just was, was you know, congratulatory to, towards me.
1: We've been talking a lot about the uh, non-conference schedule that's been uh, reported, but some games not announced and whatnot. How much more needs to be filled out of the schedule? It feels like about we know about half. Is yeah. most
2: of it filled out of this schedule? Uh, I think there are a uh, couple more games. I don't know what's... Done and what's not done, so I'm not going to go there. But uh, I, there are a few slots left open, but most of it is, I think they're figuring out dates and getting contracts signed. And
0: that'd be a good start to your coaching tenure. Yeah, yeah I'm going to lay it uh, all we're out. Gonna play, <laughs> we're
2: going to play Duke
1: at Duke yeah. on November 20th. Yeah.
2: I'll just yeah. I'll leave that to the call. Right.
1: Yeah, and that's a that's a veteran move as a rookie uh, yeah. assistant coach. Is there a, and Boi's playing? Is BYU playing in a tournament? I, November or December?
2: Uh, I'm not sure. You're working on it? I don't want to go there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good cha- answer, Lee. Listen, I'm challenging you. You've met the uh, call here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, what do you think about the difficulty of the non-conference schedule as we know it? Because there are reported games now at Mississippi State in late December and a home game with Houston. Couple that with a neutral game against Utah and Illinois State. That's... It's pretty good.
2: Yeah. You know, so we have two more non-conference games, right, with the, mm-hmm. the new format, and Coach's mindset's made up that he wants to play high RPI teams. Tournament-quality teams. Yeah, either on the road or at a neutral site, and, and that's what you're going to get. <laughs>
0: All right. Lee, so, okay. For it. <laughs> Congratulations, man.
2: Thank you.
1: Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very
2: cool. It's awesome.
0: We would love to give you some BYU Sports Nation karma as you (laughs) begin your new adventure.
2: Hopefully, you get a better office, right? Well, you know, truth be told, he's over there right now, clean, clean cleaning up. So (laughs) (laughs) he's got to get that. Hey, hey! (laughs) hey,
1: (laughs) hey, (laughs) Big man on campus. Let's go, man. Yeah. Well, congratulations.
2: Appreciate coming. Thanks for having
1: me, guys. Lee Kamar not telling us the schedule for next year. Coming <laughs> up, one of the best high jumpers at BYU joins us to preview the Cougar-hosted Robinson Invitational this weekend. And our BYU Sports
0: Avengers trailer. You do not want to miss this. Plus, more of your responses to our Avengers question of the day. This is BYU Sports Nation.
1: The salty man he will get you. Spider-Man! Softball takes on St. Mary's in a doubleheader tomorrow, 7 Eastern. Cougars won eight of the last ten. They did lose yesterday, 4-2 to Utah State. More on that in a moment. Hopefully they bounce back from that Friday night.
0: Still trying to wrap my head around the fact that there was an hour-long sixth inning in that softball game because of a 30-minute substitution infraction delay on top of a sun delay. (laughs) What? (laughs) It was unique. BYU Sports Nation friends, we welcome you back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere, and we now proudly present some of today's top BYUSN stories. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. BYU basketball hires former graduate assistant Lee Camard. We just spoke with him. As the new assistant coach to Dave Rose, Kamard played for Coach Rose between 2005 and 2009, led BYU to three straight Mountain West Conference titles from 07 to 09. Download the podcast to hear the entire interview about how his role changes going from graduate assistant to now full-time assistant.
1: I feel like he's gained some weight recently. He's up to 145. Like He looks great. Thor. John Rothstein reports BYU basketball will play at Mississippi State on December 29th. This game, combined with other reports and announcements, appears to be seven of 15 non-conference games now scheduled. Yeah, throw in the usual
0: multi-team event that's going to happen. give
1: you three games. Potentially four if you play two in Provo and two somewhere else. So we may be looking at the need for just four more non-conference games. We'll see.
0: I like the direction that uh, BYU is going and not surprised at all, given uh, what we've learned from Dave Rose.
1: Before Lee came in, by the way, he was on the phone with Danny Ainge. Like he t- he's like, came in, you know, right before the segment started. Like, that was just Danny. Hey, that was Danny. We're like, Danny Ainge? Yeah, okay, cool.
0: Also the GM of the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Who are competing for an NBA championship right now.
1: Just wait till they get Hayward and healthy.
0: it is nfl draft day first round in yeah. prime time tonight linebacker fred warner for byu finds his way onto espn's and i quote dear nfl please don't overthink these nfl stars end quote list warner described as a linebacker or possibly a big safety warner is one of five athletes huh. highlighted in that article And as I mentioned, the NFL draft starts tonight in Dallas, 8 Eastern, with a primetime round one. Rounds two through seven will take place on Friday and Saturday.
1: And BYU baseball hosts San Diego tonight, 8 Eastern, on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The Cougars look to end a three-game losing streak and jump back into the race in the West Coast Conference.
0: Our question of the day, who are your all-time BYU sports Avengers? Mm. Chris Cunningham from Facebook says... Taysom Hill, Travis Hansen, Ronnie Jenkins, Luke Staley, Austin Colley, and Rafael Arujo. Those are some good
1: ones, man. I'd love to know who people want as which ones. Yeah, if there yeah. is direct correlation yeah. to an actual Avenger from Twitter at Tight Like a Dish. Nice. <laughs> Ashley Hatch, Black Widow. Nice. Jamal Williams, Star Lord dancing. Oh, good Jared tie in Ward, there, yes. Quicksilver. Nice. Jimmer, Hawkeye, shooter. See, and that's the one that I went to initially yeah, with Jimmer. nice. Ziggy, Hulk, Taysom, Doctor Strange, awesome despite injuries. Wow. Well done. That is that's, an outside take. This is that's, great. That's a really good one. Mangum, Captain America, all the kids being recruited in high school, Spider-Man, Chris Koviak, Thanos. <laughs> Do you want to give him that much credit? Yes, the Infinity Gauntlet. Do you want to give
0: him that much credit? Come on. Infinity
1: <laughs> What are the st- now what are the stones on the gauntlet <laughs> of Griscoviac? Power five inclusion. <laughs> Not knowing the ADs screaming behind you. 80000 extra Getting dollars. Getting paid more than winning ham. Weigh in on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, the and UNIT Facebook. Championship game.
0: Hashtag BYUSN wherever you respond on social media. We will read more of your responses later Underutilizing
1: Kyle Kuzma in college. We
0: love the growing voice of the nation, BYU Sports Nation. Keep it rolling. Now, we are very excited to present our world premiere of the BYU Sports Nation Avengers trailer.
1: There was an idea. To bring together a group of remarkable people.
0: To see if they could be something
1: more. So when we needed them, they could fight the battles. That we never could.
0: Or or should I say basketball court, playing surface, football field,
1: pitch near you. Ice. Yeah, well done. Alex Fielding on that edit. Nice job, man.
0: Okay. Jeremy and I have put our heads together and we've come up with a few of our own Avenger tie ins within BYU Athletics. Yeah,
1: keep keep your responses coming on Twitter, Facebook, and then... Oh, I love
0: the outside takes. I love the Doctor Strange Taysom Hill That's
1: one. That's really good. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that one though. Very well awesome. thought out. That's well. Because done.
0: we for Taysom Hill went with Captain America. We've called him se- that several seems, times before. That's
1: a fastball down the middle. Yeah,
0: he kind of looks like Chris Evans. Yes. That, even with the beard now. Yes. Exactly. What? Exactly. Hulk. Hard to overlook Mo Longy. Put <laughs> the incredible that's Mo Hulk. In there. Why not? Or maybe the guy with the biggest biceps ever in the history of BYU athletics,
1: T. John Caroma. T. John, yeah. How about Hawkeye? Ty Detmer. Oh, okay. See, I went with Jimmer initially, but I like that one as well. Like, kind of underrated. You're not sure where he is now. Yeah. <laughs> he, Star- chose, he chose his family. Star- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Star Lord, Johnny Linehan. Oh, you- <laughs> like a funny, yeah. really funny character. Yeah. How about Thor? How about Thor's Salanoa? His name's Thor. Let's just make him Thor.
0: Okay, <laughs> one of my favorites, Loki. Okay, who has a, Loki an element of being within the like, family, like, but like,
1: like a traitor?
0: Is kind of a traitor, right? Yeah, Kyle Whittingham. Kyle Whittingham <laughs> <laughs> used to be a BYU guy. Uh, Thanos, who's the big the bad old, the evil whole pack guy? Twelve.
1: It's the entire pack twelve. I guess. Well, J.K., I want BYU to be in that. Black Widow, Mary Lake.
0: We've got more. We've got more on the way, including your tweets, hashtag BYUSN on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also
1: coming up, a former Cougar and honorary Cougar teaming up and tearing it up in the Bayou? New Orleans. BYU track and
0: field host the Robinson Invitational beginning later today. Two-time All-American high jumper Andrea Stapleton Johnson will join us in studio next. We discuss the techniques like the Fosbury flop or something like that. I don't
1: know. (laughs) She can jump high.
0: BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Get out your sombreros, your chips, and salsa on Cinco de Mayo. Your boys are going to be in Mesa, Arizona at the BYU Fan Fest at Pioneer Park from 2 to 4 Eastern, 11 to 1 local time, coming up on May 5th. Cannot wait for that. Pioneer Park
0: is a well-calculated place, don't you think? Indeed. Indeed. Live from Studio B, this is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. It is Avengers Day. Our daily BYU Sports Nation broadcast airs weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. And our question of the day, who are your all-time BYU Sports Avengers? From at Colonel underscore James 83 on Twitter. Top of the list, Max Hall. Always Max Hall. But who do you compare him to, Colonel. He also includes John Beck, Steve Young, Ty Detmer, Jimmer Fredette. Why? Because they all beat Utah. Always beat Utah.
1: Oh, that begs the question. Can you be an all-time great if you didn't beat Utah? An Avenger? Can you be no, an No, just generally. Or just an all-time great? Wait a minute. Did we just change? Oh, it's not the phone. It's a different icon. Oh, wow. <laughs> I hadn't seen that one. It's like an air, air horn. The megaphone. It's
0: a megaphone, yeah. That would be an amazing wow. airphone okay. right there. That wow. that would light up the entire building. Good yeah. grief. Joining us now in Studio B is perhaps uh, somebody we should consider as an Avenger within BYU. She's a high
3: jumper, literally.
0: <laughs> she jumps. Exactly. Because of what she does. Andrea Stapleton John- uh, Johnson, welcome to Studio B. It's great Hello, to baby. have you with us. Thanks, guys. Okay, so some background. Your dad, Dave Stapleton, apparently is a listener for... On, oh, yeah. Hi, Dave.
1: What's up, Dave? What's up, Dave?
0: <laughs> Holds the all time high jump record, clearing seven feet, five and a half inches. And he yeah. did it in 1983. That has held since 1983. So, how often does that little bit of information come up in family conversation?
3: <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, he is never the one to bring it up. It's usually us kids that are bragging about him, or um, like we'll, we'll be at church meetings or something and we'll be like, so. Did you know that my dad has the school record for a high jump? Yeah. <laughs> and he, he hates it, but we love bringing it up. And 12, it's, and it's lasted. 35 years. Yeah. Yes. 35 I, years. I mean, to like give you a visual, if I was standing up with my hands above my head.
1: And you're tall. You're like, 6'1", right? Yeah, I'm 6'1".
3: Yeah. He'd be able to clear me easily. That's crazy. I, I can't even imagine that. That's insane. That's like a doorway. How That's tall crazy. is your dad? 6'7".
1: He's 6'7". Okay, yeah. he's, he's a tall guy. Tall. You're tall, too. Okay, yeah. so you
3: were a high jumper. Were you bred to be a high jumper from when you were little by Ooh. dad? Um, definitely, I, I was aware of high jump because of it. I mean, my brothers all did sports. My dad loved sports. And so it was kind of not an expectation, but it was, you know, why don't you try sports? And so, um, yeah, volleyball and track is what I did. And... uh High jump, I just had a knack for. And so I definitely put it down to genetics. <laughs> at what point um. were you like,
0: yes, my body contorts along with uh, the proper <laughs> technique of the Fosberry flop? Like, when did you realize that?
3: I So I think everybody stinks at high jump when you first try it. Mm-hmm. Like, you look so dumb when you're out there trying to jump over a bar. But, um yeah, I think at the end of uh, middle school, like eighth grade year, I finally was like, you know, I'm pretty good at this. Were
0: you like winning competitions.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a signal of, okay, I might be good at this. You know, well, winning is a That's
1: great validator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're good at something, you're like, I'm good at this. Yes, I'm yeah, hating everybody
3: else. So maybe these I'm good.
1: People, maybe yeah. I should keep doing this. This feels good. Yeah. Okay. Have you considered using the straddle technique instead of the oh, flop or the the successor of the Western roll?
3: Oh man, you you ask my coach. We mess around in practice all the time. We get a lot done, but um, every once in a while we'll do. Hey, we're gonna do the Western roll today, or go from the the left side instead of the right side. So it's almost like I'm they, so bad at it. I feel like the
0: scissor kick over the bar. Yeah,
3: which well, is crazy. There were people jumping like high, six feet, almost seven feet with scissor at one point and i'm like
1: like you jumped like straight up and then just get i don't know how they over, did it
3: right i, I don't know
1: <laughs> so if they had yeah the question i want to ask with, with this is okay at some point you know fosbury was like i'm gonna do this different way yeah at some point in the future are we gonna be like oh remember when we used to do the fosbury flop or do no, you think like this is it forever
3: oh man um i honestly can't <laughs> imagine any other way Uh, otherwise we'd be doing it yeah yeah seriously and there'd be somebody else jumping even higher but um, no the the reason why the Fosbury flop came about is because you're able to use physics and stuff to actually get more height and so people thought he was crazy when he first started but uh, I don't think he's crazy he knew it it was up it worked (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
0: so for the record you are currently 7th all time in the indoor high jump and you can correct me if we're wrong 8th in the outdoor high jump you have the Robison Invitational coming up. What, what's your next little goal or, or rung that you're trying to hit on
3: the ladder? Mm, good question. Um, I've had kind of an up-and-down season, some really great jumps and some really bad jumps, but, I mean, that's kind of normal for everyone. Um, no, pretty much I'm, I'm trying to get consistent with six feet. Okay. Um, which is right around my PR, and mm. then at some point um, I've had great practices. I'm hoping to hit six, one at some point. So that 'd be awesome, yeah super the Rob- excited.
1: The Robinson Invitational is at the Robinson track uh, at BYU this weekend. Kind of sell people on what they could see this weekend uh, if they come oh, to man. the meet
3: yeah, um, first and foremost i I have talented teammates that is the end of it. I mean, we are so talented it 's amazing to be around people that are so good at what they do.
0: Well, you jumped Um, 17 spots in the rankings (laughs) last week. Yeah,
3: exactly. I mean, uh, last week at Mount SAC, I wasn't there, but um, had tons of PRs, really big PRs. Lots of people qualify for regionals. Um, I mean, if anything, I'm just a high jumper, and I have mad respect for my teammates who are running, sprinting, doing the throws. I mean, there's a lot to see.
0: Don't sell yourself so, short as just a high jumper. I, <laughs> You are the high jumper, I, y'all. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Andrea Stapleton-Johnson with this on BYU Sports Nation. When can people come and watch you jump, specifically at the Robinson oh, Invitation?
3: Um, so 1 o'clock on Saturday is when we'll be jumping. And we actually, you guys might not know this, but we have the third best high jump crew in the nation right now. Really? Yeah. So we have a very deep and solid crew for the high jump. So I'm like, if anything, come out for the high jump.
1: Okay, Saturday at 1. Good to know.
0: Great to have you with us. Fun fact: you're also a very good volleyball player and an artist. And uh, you know, if you have some I don't know time, how you know that after your high jump, we'd love for you to sketch us something that we can put in Studio
1: B. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, of you high jumper. Okay. You doing the
3: Western roll? Oh man, <laughs> me failing at the Western roll. The Western roll. be a see, dance move? I see what the Eastern role is.
0: Oh, oh, good stuff, Andrew. We would love for, uh, for you to sign our. Stretch Y flag. All of our oh, awesome. first time guests do that. Yeah, so pick your spot.
3: Do that. Thank you. Hey. It
0: happen. Thanks for uh, yeah. coming on the show.
3: Thank you. Yeah,
1: and shout out to your dad. Yeah. 35 <laughs> year record. That's incredible. Let's go, Big Dave. <laughs> big Dave. Big Dave. I love it. Robinson Invitational, baby. Coming up. A couple yes. of Cougars are going big in the big easy.
0: Oh, are they? You've, you've got me intrigued. Also, the voice of the nation. More of your responses to our Avengers question of the day. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Shout out to today's guest, new BYU basketball assistant coach, Lee Kamard, and all-American high jumper, for eighth-ranked BYU track and field, Andrea Stapleton-Johnson. If you missed any of the show, you can always download the podcast on iTunes and or Google
1: Play. Coming up tomorrow, Bronson Kafusi of the Baltimore Ravens will join us. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Around. Men's basketball. BYU basketball hires former grad assistant Lee Kamard as the new assistant coach. It's Dave Rose. Kamard played for Dave Rose from 2005 09, Led BYU to three straight Mountain West titles. Lee joined us earlier in the program. to Download the podcast to hear the entire interview. John Rostein reporting
0: BYU basketball will play at Mississippi State on December 29th. That uh, means that there are seven of 15 non-conference games that we know about this season. Schedule getting tougher.
1: Cougars in the draft. Linebacker Fred Warner finds his way onto ESPN's Dear NFL, Please Don't Overthink These NFL Stars list. (laughs) Warner is described as a linebacker or possibly a big safety. I was laughed at when I brought that up a few months ago by somebody. Good morning. (laughs) Warner is one one of the five athletes highlighted in the article. Also, the draft is tonight. Round one in Dallas, 8 Eastern.
0: Baseball. BYU baseball hosts San Diego tonight. Game one of three critical series. Watch it live on BYU TV. Listen on BYU Radio. Cougars trying to end a three-game
1: losing streak. Cougars in the PGA. In the Zurich Classic of New Orleans, Tony Fina and Dan- <sighs> with a regular ankle and Daniel Summerhays are shooting 8-under through 15 and are in second place. <laughs> Zach Blair and C.T. Pan are looking out for turkeys, shooting 5-under through 17, tied for 11th. Back to you.
0: Cougars overseas. Taylor Sander and Volley Loop tie their Italian Championship Series at one match apiece in a, nice. a five-set win last night. Sander scored five points. Game three on Sunday.
1: Track and field. Host the Robison Invitational today through Saturday. We just spoke with high jumper Andrea Stapleton-Johnson. She guarantees she's going to jump at least six feet. Softball.
0: Cougars gave up a grand slam, lost 4-2 to to Utah State. They get back to work against what? St. Mary's Friday on BYU TV with a double header. Fun story really quick about last night's Better game. be fun. At Young, 1993 tweeted at me and said, I had my Amazon Echo around my TV. I was listening to the BYU softball game. I said the name Alexa Strid. Echo answers to the name Alexa, right? Yes. So the Echo listened to what I said Alexa Strid, and then I said shortly thereafter BYU and started playing BYU Vocal Point.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Technology is amazing. That was fun. Thank you for not being a liar. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: (laughs) Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need the most. DexterLaw.com. goes
1: to Big Dave Stapleton, whose high jump record has lasted 35 years at Brigham. That's incredible. All
0: right. Our BYU Sports Nation Avengers question continues on social media, hashtag BYUSN. Our elite voice of the day from Matt Cosmo underscore Duck Cougar, Jeff Judkins, is as Yondu. I'm <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> For Jeremiah Spencer, shout out to Lee Kamard. We'll see you tomorrow. He's
1: salty.